previously in the Reclaimers. Jackie went to Nico's mom for advice. Orion made amends with Johnny Eagle. Hatchling met a powerful mage. And Technojack received advice from her mentor. Wireframe told Casey that she may be overmatched in the power department, but that their team needed them nonetheless and they wouldn't be there if they didn't belong. Nico met Dr. Phantasma, who promised to be able to help the Raven fight off the snake, while her mom told Jackie that mistakes happen and it's all about what she does going forward even as people judge her for her past. Hatchling took Dr. Phantasma to meet the rest of the group at Jackie's house, where he told them that he would be able to reunite Jackie with her dad if she let him send her to meet the snake for a direct confrontation. How will that confrontation turn out? And what's left to do before the end of the world? Find out in Reclaimers number 60, The Animal Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to Infinity City. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him, and they, them pronouns. And I will be your GM on this lovely adventure. Joining me today, as always, are... Hi, my name is Jordan. I use they, she pronouns, and I play Nico Transau, who also uses they, she pronouns. Um, you can heckle me on Twitter at CuttlefishTweet. Hey, my name is Aram. I play Orion the Newborn. You can find me on aram.gay and also at the Any Award nominated Kill Every Monster. Hello, okay. my name is Nika. I use they, he pronouns, and I'm playing Casey, the protege playbook, who uses they, she pronouns. You can find me in most places, at Gummisart. Hi, I'm J.V. Hampton Van Sant. I am playing Jackie, uh, Jacqueline Cuervo Dawes, a.k.a. The Raven. Uh, she is the Doom playbook. Both our pronouns are they, she. You can find me pretty much everywhere at Red Black Golden. Claimers number 16 is going to start off exactly where number 15 ended. With Dr. Phantasma essentially telling Jackie that he can reunite her with her father, assuming, like, he doesn't say if you come along with me, but it's implied that he would like to have you come along so that he can help you to purge the snake from coming to this realm. Okay, I'm... I'm ready. Let's do it. Absolutely. So, admittedly, I can't directly interfere with what's going on with Professor Paragon. It's an agreement I have with Texama. They don't really approve of my methods, so to speak, but should you be able to get your father and come to my castle outside of the realms of time and space, I'm very confident that we would be able to restore him to his proper form. 
Okay. So I just have to find my dad and break the barriers of space and time and dimension. So it's just another Tuesday. Well, that last part I can easily help with. I could summon you to the castle that as soon as good. you're ready. Well, that is greatly appreciated. Getting your father to come along is more on your end, unfortunately. Hmm. I think I can do it. I don't exactly know if I fully can do it, but I think I can. You have quite the team here backing you up, and from what Crackdoll has told me, she sees great potential in your teammates. I believe that the four of you working together can accomplish many great things. I'm inclined to agree. I think we can do it. Say, team. Ryan's not sure about this wizard, but, I mean, you know, if a snake's going to eat the sky, I guess we don't have a lot of options. I mean, this is about your dad and, well, your powers, so whatever you decide, I'm going to support you fully. Yeah. Nico just looks over at the rest of them. I really don't know what I can do at this point. Everything's going to be in your hands. So if you believe that you're able to do it, you know, with a little bit of backup, that's your call. I think I can. I, I think I can, but I'll be honest, I've got to try. If for no other reason than one, the world is ending, but also because uh, I need to help my dad. Yeah. Also, no offense to you, Mr. I mean, Mr. Professors, Professor, Doctor, Doctor Phantasma. Mr. Doctor, uh, but if if for some reason this doesn't work, we still have the device we can use to like directly summon the snake and kick its ass. So that is true. We do have a backup for the backup plan, which is nice. Not that I don't believe in your amazing phantasmal powers, but you know. To be clear, my powers will. Simply present the opportunity for Jacqueline to confront the snake on her own terms. Well, that's good. Those of us left behind on this plane will be defending her and buying enough time for that to work. I suspect that as the barrier between realms breaks, the snake won't be the only thing trying to come through. Wait, there's more? There are infinite universes out there. Imagine, if you will, every choice that you make throughout a day, whether you put your left sock or your right sock on first, every choice, even down to one that's small, creates a branching path, an alternate timeline, each of them stacked on top of each other infinitely high. There's 
well, explaining it all its intricacy would take quite honestly more time than we have. Mm. That should put into perspective just how many different threats we're dealing with at any given moment. Infinite snakes. Well, there's only one, well, not only one snake, but only one the snake. Much like the raven, it is a fixed entity across multiverses. Okay, it might have backup. It's gonna need it. Uh, are we sure that we're able to do this? I mean, we gotta try. All right, let's go try. Mm-hmm. So the question is, Jacqueline, would you prefer to deal with the snake first, or bring your father to the castle outside of time and space? I think I want to get my dad first. And then, then get to the snake after. In that case, and he stands up and walks over to Jacqueline, reaches out a gloved hand and puts his thumb, like, on her forehead, sort of between her eyes, says something in a language that none of you understand, and pulls his hand back. And there, for a brief panel, is a glowing rune on Jackie's forehead, and then it disappears. He says, simply call out to me when the time is right, and I will bring you to the castle. And please ensure it does not take too long. Uh, This shouldn't take long at all, I don't think. And then he sticks his arms out to his sides, falls backwards into the floor of Jackie's kitchen, and as he hits the ground, disappears. Well, that's one hell of an exit. I do not like wizards. Do you think he just ghost-faced through the entire planet? No, it was a door. It's been fancy. Oh. They're showing off. That's that's what wizards do. That sounds like a wizard thing. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, bet he's got a rabbit. I mean, you're right. He could have used the front door. Yeah. Which would have been less weird, but points for style. He's a diva. I learned that word recently. He's a diva. Like you know, share. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cher would never use the door. She comes in through the window or the chimney or something. Yeah, it's just like that. Oh my God, Doctor Cher. She's probably Cher. a super too. I'm sorry though. I've distracted us. We should probably worry about your father and the snake. <laughs> okay, I've got a bit of a plan. Orion, are you ready yeah. to go live? Oh yeah! And he pulls out his cracked iPhone. Surely it's been cracked at this point. Yeah. What do you want to do? I want to draw these draw these folks out. Get them to come and find us. Okay. Who we who we who we draw out? We are gonna be drawing out the professor. Gotcha. 
and the guy we consequently just... my dad. Right, right, right. Okay, what would make him angry? If you want to make him angry, you can just look at the machines and the vials we had earlier. Oh. If he knows that we have that stuff, he'll go for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, we can do it like an unboxing. Put him in boxes, <laughs> and then we'll do an unboxing for TikTok. I... All right, everybody. Yeah, it's back at base. We're going to do an unboxing. Now that we're home, I, I'll feed our lion real quick. Make sure that they're all right. And then we'll go unbox some shit. Nico's just going to look over at Casey. He's like, hey, uh, you know what it looks like. I'll show you again what it looks like. Do you think you can make a fake, weird, viscous liquid that looks really, really close to this? I don't want him to get the real thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can. Okay, I'm... Because we're banking on you for this to look close enough, so counting on you. I should have something in the lab of the car. Alright, and also, don't open it. Don't do anything with it. Just keep it closed the way it is. I don't want it to be exposed to anything anywhere. Just a little taste. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you, sorry. <laughs> No little taste. No little taste. Both of them are staring the vial down as it, like the, they're like this like canister is now between them, and they're both staring at it, and they they share a thought bubble of like, what happens if I drink it again? Mm -hmm. There's this shared thought bubble, and they're just like both staring it down, and then Nico hands it over, and then continues to stare over at Casey. Just there's gonna be some supervision here. <laughs> I think. Orion's just getting ready. He's just like trying on three different shirts, you know, <laughs> is setting up his ring light. Oh, thank God. I was about to say we are setting up lighting. Are we about to just put the address of this place just like on social? No, we can't do that because <laughs> if we do that, then a thousand kids will show up and they'll be <laughs> in danger. So we got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, if we are like summoning the bad guys to our base it's basically a public location anyway because it's an abandoned amusement park yeah they know where we are i mean we don't hide it so yeah and i'll make it real obvious like as i'm filming i'll like get an outside shot you know what i mean or something so like so it's really mm -hmm. clear where we are hopefully it won't attract too many kids on Orion's TikTok page. So he would set up the camera and he would get in front of it and be like, yo, it's your boy. And he would do his whole little intro thing. Hey, thanks for the cake. Oh man, thanks for the disco ball. Hey, Lucy from, you know, and he's like doing that whole fucking thing. And then he'd be like, I've got something special. First of all, the whole team's here. And he would whip the, you know, whip the camera around to show everyone. Hi. Nico, Nico's Hi. hiding her face. And he's like, it's a girl. And then just it's hiding a her face, hiding. It's like a, it's like a real awkward. I've got all this energy, and you're like, "Hey, Casey's waving." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So listen, we've got an unboxing, and I would walk over to the first box. Hey, Casey, show us how this machine works. Well, well. Maybe we should show. Just make it light up or something. Make it happen. It'll still be fine. Don't worry. Okay. How does it work? I mean, uh, technically, you would push this button. Mm. It's got but, buttons. Mm, yeah. As mm. all good machines do, they have buttons. All right, and well, fire it up. 
As Casey puts their hand on this machine and gets it to light up, there is a large imposing figure that vaults in from seemingly out of nowhere. Oh. And you would recognize as you all look at this, I'm going to be generous and say abomination of a man. That this used to be the Beastmaster. He now has large, like, imagine horse legs, but like, as if he were a minotaur. Right. He also has the mane of a lion and a giant scorpion-like tail as well as his large muscular arms are scaly and three-clawed at the end. He looks at the group of you and he says, The professor has sent me to reclaim his property. You're not getting the lion or the other stuff. He is going to lash out with his scorpion stinger right at Techno Jack. I want to leap in front of Techno Jack and take that hit. And I just catch it. Like, I just, like, like both hands take it straight to the chest, but I catch it. It's like in dodgeball, right? Where you get a real hard ball thrown at you, but you somehow manage to just get your hands on it. And now we're just looking right into each other's eyes. He looks at you as you catch his stinger. And he looks you in the eyes and says, who do you think you are to first defeat the Beastmaster and then try to step up to Chimera? And with his stinger, he is, rather than attacking Casey with it, yeah, he is going to sling it up into the air so that Orion goes, like, yeah. Basically flying into the ceiling. I think that there's been like something that's been like clicking for Nico, realizing that these people being sent in are creations by Paragon, and that makes them in a gross way bad parts of family. Mm. And I, I think with that thought, she just feels like this is personal and wants to go like toe to toe directly against uh Chimera. So she's just going to like charge up some fire and just attempt to Big old flaming claw towards him. So I think what happens is rather than flinging Orion at the ceiling, he is going to turn and like adjust on the fly and send Orion flying into Anchling. The two of you go like skidding across the floor and he looks at you with his hands up at his sides and says, You two really think you can defeat us. We are the pinnacle of evolution. Mm -hmm. Professor Paragon is leading in a new age on this earth. The age of the animal kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. Your lion likes me best, goat legs. And as he says that, he is going to once again charge this time not to attack casey right but to get through casey to get to the machine so 
Jackie is going to, in Raven form, charge up, which, as we recall, looks like just a surge of purple energy, sort of starting from the feet going up. And uh, her hair is floating a little bit, almost as if gravity just does not exist anymore because that's how much power is just sort of swirling around her. So Jackie is trying to step directly in between Casey and the charging monstrosity and is going to throw up her hands. And as he's running headlong into this chaotic amount of just energy, she's going to let it go a couple seconds before he reaches them. I could, like, shoot some lightning from my fingertip into your, like, cloud of energy and try to supercharge it. As this wall of energy and electricity explodes in Chimera's face, he is knocked back directly to where he came from. He goes skidding across the ground just like he did to Orion and Hatchland. And as he does, he looks at the Raven and Technojack. And there's a look in his face like he is actually impressed and did not expect to be dealing with the level of power that he is. He sort of scurries up to all fours and, like, essentially is looking at you like a bull with the smoke pouring out of the muzzle of his face. And a hand very calmly comes up and rests on his shoulder. and says, Calm down, Camara. You've got support now. And as we pan over, we see the crow-like features of the crow, formerly known as Jackson, Jackie's father. Her reaction is initially prize, even though she saw this coming, because this is like literally what she wanted to have happen. She's still a little surprised that he's there. And on the other side of Chimera stands a large hulking humanoid shark form that we would recognize as the former Officer Salmons. And as the three of them have formed up, we get the text box within the panel that introduces them as the Animal Kingdom. Chimera, the Crow, and Riptide. Riptide does look over at Orion and Anchling, and he says, We're all coming back for our property today. And he's going to charge straight at Orion. Right. He's going to see this guy come and glance over towards where he knows where the trident is and then just like smile and meet this dude head on. This is exactly what he wants. He wants a big wrestling match with someone who can take it. I think that there is like a huge bite that is going to go right over Orion's head and Hatchling is just going to like plant her feet down and just like row the claws up to just like catch the top of the mouth and she's just like a struggling but gives a clean hit for Orion. I'm going to try and basically straight up tackle him 
and hold him so someone can get a shot. So we get this collision between Riptide and Orion with Hatchling stepping in to stop Riptide's jaws from closing on Orion. Yeah. Allowing Orion to instead move onto Riptide's back and grab his jaws from behind and keep them from closing on Hatchling. I think that's when she's just going to like grab the trident over with her tail as she like edges towards it and it's just going to like run closer to Riptide again and just see if she can like stab him in the gut using the trident. And he's like, okay, I want to turn. Anna's Hatchling runs and charges into Riptide. He reaches out with his hands and grabs hold of the trident. Mm-mm. You're able to push him back very well. Like, the two of you are both about equally strong. But you do slam him backwards into the side wall of this building. Which, unfortunately, is going to smash Orion into the wall. And then at that, we're going to cut over to Techno Jack and the Raven, who are staring down the Crow and Chimera. Casey's just going to say to Jackie, like, you take care of your dad, I'll take care of our furry friend over here. And she's going to engage with the Chimera. As Techno Jack comes into Thunder Punch, Chimera grabs Casey in one of his big scaly arms and just lifts her and slams her straight down into the ground. Oof. I think I'm going to do the classic thing first of trying to reason with my dad. Dad, 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 you don't. You don't have to do this. You don't have to have to fight us. I mean, these other two can fight us as much as they want. They're not going to win. But you specifically don't have to do this. He looks at you and he says, Jacqueline, why do you think I went to Professor Paragon? It was to stop you from becoming what you're becoming. To make sure that you don't do the entire rest of this city with you. And I will do whatever it takes to make sure that doesn't happen. She's sort of freezing up and like sort of wasn't expecting to hear that from her dad. Um... And is also not quite sure how wrong it is. She's thinking it's actually pretty correct at the moment. We cut away from the crow charging at the raven. And we cut over to Hatchling. Who is battling with Riptide over this trident. And sees Chimera slam Techno Jack into the ground. And the raven doing battle with her father. And Orion crushed behind Riptide. Realizing that she has like make a decision watching like these three one-on-one fights. She just grows as large as she can. Full serpent form with like flames within the transformation. And 
is going to actually just like be a big wall around just like block things off and just make things hard for people to like reach the main objective like the machine basically and just like make herself into a wall at the moment because you can't think about who to fight right now so she's gonna choose nothing just like babysit i think or what he was slammed against a wall so i think that he would it would hurt but he would be able to hold on because the guy's pressing against him here's what he's gonna do he takes his lasso while he's pressed against the wall grabs it in both hands flips it around like princess leia and just goes to choke him out as Orion wraps this golden lasso around the admittedly freakishly large neck right. of this humanoid shark, he feels the strength start dissipating from him, but not before Orion feels a stabbing pain in his ribs as the trident has been stabbed into his side. And as... Riptide falls to the ground and Orion cries out in pain. Chimera loses interest in Technojack and starts running over towards Orion. Yeah. Bring it. I give a hatchling a thumbs up because that's good job. Somebody should be guarding that dimension machine. And I look over to Jackie but then I decide that Orion has been, like, helping and defending me in so many fights that I gotta pay back like, the favor. And <laughs> I'm going to go and help Orion. Second verse, same as first. I think I'm just going to run over there and shoot lightning bolts at these bad boys. As no Jack shoots electricity into Chimera, Orion, you see this large charging form take on electricity right. before slamming into you. Right. And the two of you go flying through the air in this mass of body and muscle and sparks. And then we're going to cut over to the raven who's doing fisticuffs against our father. At the moment, it looks like just generally being on the defensive. However, I think that's mainly due to that sort of shock that she was in before of her dad telling her, you are making bad choices. But she's going to then realize that like, well, the situation's kind of shit already, isn't it? So let's just attack dad a little bit. So yeah, she's going to channel the last bit of sort of reality storm burst that she has, a punch that I believe she's going to attempt to deliver to the gut. So we get the panel of Jackie driving her fist up into her dad's stomach. And there is a second panel of the two of you just looking into each other's eyes as your dad barely manages to choke out Jacqueline. And then 
from the perspective of Hatchling, the raven and the crow are gone. Elsewhere in this building, there is an electric lion goat scorpion man on top of Orion. So I got a big bull guy on top of me, right? Who's sparkling with electricity right now. Yes. Then there's only one thing to do with the bull, and that's take it by the horns. So he's going to grab the bull's horns and basically just try and wrench his head down and just go after him. Next guy in line. He just, I think, starts slamming Orion into the wall. This is like several panels in a yeah. row of just Getting slamming slammed. you into this wall. Now that the Chimera is extremely busy, I would like to grab the trident and stab it right into his back. And as I break skin, directly inject <laughs> a bolt of electricity to his flesh. And as you send this electricity coursing through this trident and into the chimera's back. He falls to the ground and the three of you are left in this empty abandoned amusement park with two large unconscious monstrosities of men, a disappeared friend, and a lot of injuries.